All right, we are back. I just want to mention who we were listening to. That was Anushka Shankar uh, off the album Land of Gold, and that was Boat to Nowhere. And I actually kicked off the show, forgot to mention, uh, with a new release. Uh, this is uh, French Vanilla off the album How Am I Not Myself. And we listened to track one, Real or Not, at the top of the hour. So standing by to kick off the second half of the show is Amanda Anderson. She's joining me to talk about her new book, All My Friends Have Issues, Building Remarkable Relationships with Imperfect People. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. Um, This is so funny how we connected because I was in Trader Joe's and I befriended somebody and we always chat about my show and he said, I I have a friend who's an author and you've got to get in touch with her. So thank you. Yeah, it it just pays to shop at the same Trader Joe's for 15 years. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. I'll have to tell him I finally had you on. He'll be thrilled. He's been asking me about it for a week. Oh, <laughs> oh that's great. All right. Um, so tell me, how did this really funny book, you know, it's so relatable. Um, how did this come about? Well, the title came from um, I was literally sitting in a workshop for people who struggle with anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 11 years ago, and we had, uh, there was a speaker, his name is Dr. Um, Amen, and he was speaking about how we need safe, sane friendships to help us against mental health crisis, and I thought, oh, crap, (laughs) all my, all my friends have issues, and I was there with a good friend of mine, and we look at each other, like, oh, no, do we have to call this off, Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's where the title came from. But the book came about because I had written another book about living intentionally and signed with an agent. That book hasn't been published yet, fingers crossed. All right. Um, and as they were shopping that book around, the, my current publisher read the chapter in that book about friendship and heard the title, All My Friends Have Issues, from a workshop I was teaching at a conference. And so the publisher called and said, can you do a whole book on this? And Fantastic. I said, yes, you I bet. can. Yeah. I love it because um, at any age, it's so important to have friends in your life and good friends, and it just affects everything. Mm-hmm. You know? It's you know all the studies show that who we spend time with is one of the the number one factors for what kind of life we lead, how satisfied we'll be, how successful we'll be, and all different things. So it's it's critical that we choose people wisely right. in our life. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm seeing this um, with kids. I'm seeing this, mm-hmm. that if, if your kids don't have good friends, and, you know, we're seeing this online bullying, the world, they live in this online world on their phones, on their screens, mm-hmm. they don't feel like they are heard and loved and understood and they can spend quality time, they, it's just so unhealthy. It is, and it's, it's such a tough time because all the things that we experienced as kids, feeling like we were not invited to things. Right they can quantify it, right? Right. They can quantify how popular they are by the number of likes they get. Um, It's really changed the way we relate to people that social media has. I mean, everyone's talking about that, but it's made the way we relate on, let me say something and see if you like it. Now you say something and we'll see if I like it. I know. And that's (laughs) a strange way to decide if we want to be in a relationship with people. Yes. I mean, moods, um, how you go about your day, everything is impacted by that. Mm-hmm. You know? It totally is. 
Yeah, and what I find is grown women don't guard their hearts as well as we teach our children to. So, like, we look at what kind of friends we want for our children, and we don't always model it great. Like, we spend time with people who really are negative or... Um, Toxic, toxic. Toxic, <laughs> or they hear us spend time with someone and then come home and complain about them for 30 yeah. minutes, yes. you know? Oh, yeah. And that's not great. I have two daughters, so I, I really wanted to model better female relationships for them. Sure. You know, I had a guest on my show, Sue Enquist. Uh, she is an award-winning softball coach. She was at UCLA. Mm-hmm. And she. I went to a TEDx talk, and she talked about how um, toxic people will suck the life out of you. And you don't realize, but someone can get in the car and start talking about somebody that's toxic, and then you feel like the air leaving the car. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're moving. Mm-hmm. Or you bring it to the dining room table. I mean, it's, it's really something to teach your kids. It is. It, and one of the things I find that I know that a friendship is not in a good place is when I'm out with another friend, mm-hmm. and instead of talking about my life, I'm talking about somebody else's. Yeah, I've true. become, like, over-invested in what they're doing, wanting to fix, wanting to help. Right. Because I don't feel like they're managing their life, so I'm taking it to all my other relationships, and that's not a healthy pattern. It's so good you can be aware of that. I like, um, in the beginning of the book, you talk about the goal of this book is to define what healthy, safe friendships look like, how to cultivate them, how to nurture the friendships you already have so that you can experience more fun, meaningful connection, and spiritual growth. I believe these benefits grow out of three foundations, authenticity, encouragement, and accountability. Could you talk about that a little mm-hmm. Sure. So authenticity, you know, we're all tra- ta- everybody's talking about being real, right? Like we want people to be real. We want people to be authentic. Right. Uh, so I kind of walk women through how do you actually, what does authentic really mean? It means telling people not just what you are like, um, what you like, but why. So authentic relationships to me start with self-awareness. Okay. So if I have, you know, emotional triggers and something that might hurt my feelings, it's really helpful that I understand why that is so I can authentically share it with the people around me. If I have big blind spots in my own character, it's really hard to share who I am authentically. Other people are probably figuring it out, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not explaining it well. So authenticity for me is, is to really understand yourself first, start with self-awareness, and then being able to share it. And I kind of walk through the steps of how to share yourself authentically without bringing the whole iceberg out of the water, like at the side of the soccer field. Right. Um, because I meet women, I speak to groups of young mothers a lot, um, and they say, well, I'm trying to be authentic, but people keep leaving Ooh. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you know, that's a hard question to answer in front of an audience of a couple hundred people. Exactly. Um, but one of the reasons is, is that I've met women who are trying to be authentic, but they kind of share their issues like a dare. They bring them out too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they just met you and they tell you their biggest struggle in life or the worst thing that ever happened to them. Um, and people don't know what to do with your disclosures that fast. And so it becomes kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you know who I am, you'll leave. Well, just don't tell them in the grocery line. You know, don't exactly. tell people on the first time you have coffee or, you know, you've got to ease people into your whole life experience. Well, it makes me um, think of dating. You know, it's like that mm-hmm. comedy where someone says, so tell me a little bit about yourself. 
well, I'm divorced. And you start busting into tears. <laughs> your kids, and, you know, and it's like, oh, uh, check. <laughs> right. <laughs> or I just got a text. Sorry, I got to go. <laughs> right. There's just some self, um, you know, I talked about the difference between authentic and intimate. So there are some intimate details that you want to wait before you share. And then there's, you know, being who you are. And finding that balance between the two is kind of a sweet spot to meet people. Social conventions matter, you know. Yes. Um, I met, you know, I met the Trader Joe's cashier, and we start talking about what I do for a living, but I didn't tell him the most intimate details of the book while he's bagging my groceries, you know. Right. That wouldn't be the right place. Exactly, exactly. So that's the foundation of the book is authentic. And then encouragement is about, um, you know, walking with people and being a positive person to be around. Um, and that includes being someone who encourages someone to help meet their goals, um, having friends that are, are for you, they're excited about your dreams, they're excited about what you're, what you're doing in your life, and then also people who are willing to sit with you in grief and not try to cheer you up when you need to be. You know, sometimes we're just going through terrible times. People have miscarriages or they have major losses or illness. Yes. And so encouragement isn't being a cheerleader. Sometimes it's being a co-griever. So we talk about what psychologists have shown us about helping people grieve. Sure. Which is critical. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. name of my show is Get the Funk Out. And mm-hmm. it came about because I lost a friend of mine in, uh, in mm-hmm. 2010. And the um, reason I'm telling you this is because I became very fascinated with how people go through ups and downs and why is it some people can't get out of that funk and other people do. And, um, you know, we have to learn to be resilient and, and, and like you said, listen, I know I lost my dad in 2015 and you can't give somebody a time frame for grief and say, okay, come on, Mm -hmm. let's go and tell them what to do. And you, you need to sit and listen and, and have them feel like they're being heard and, you know, understood. Right. Yeah. They, uh, I talk in the book about the movie, um, Inside Out, which was based on all this psychological research about human emotions. And if you try to put sadness in a box, like they do in the movie, the Disney Pixar movie, if you try to put sadness in a box, then you also banish joy because people yes. need to experience their sadness to get to joy. Not right. So, yeah, so allowing, giving people that space. I find that most of us mean really well when people are sad. Um, we want to help. But we're also, we have to confront that I'm uncomfortable with your sadness. I don't know what to do with it. So I try to shake you out of it really quickly because of my own discomfort. So one of my friends taught me this great acronym. It's it's WAIT, and it stands for Why Am I Talking? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I like that. And I really struggle with um, not talking. Mm -hmm. But I love that. It's a great way to be an encourager, to be a, a listener is, recognize am I am I just talking because I'm I'm uncomfortable so I'm trying to talk you out of how you're feeling mm-hmm. and if if I'm trying to talk you out of my uncomfortable feeling then I should probably be listening rather than talking wow you hit that spot on and my friends who are listening are like you so don't do that you totally give us advice I'm like sorry I'm really working on this myself I have issues too. oh look somebody's calling now must be one of your friends <laughs> I know. The crazy thing about this book is that my girlfriends are all in it, and I haven't changed their names. So I had to get their permission oh, to, okay. really sh- okay. to really share stuff. Yeah, that was my next question, Amanda. If you're just tuning in, <laughs> we're speaking with Amanda Anderson about her book, All My Friends Have Issues. 
Um, we have to wrap up in just a minute or so, but where can people mm-hmm. find out more about you in the book? Well, um, my I have a website. It's called heartintraining.com, and that's the name of my speaking business. So you can check me out there. I'm on Instagram at Amanda Anderson Author. Okay. And then the book is pretty much everywhere. You can find it at Barnes & Noble and all the online booksellers. And then several, over 700 Targets now are carrying it. So you Fantastic. can find it in Costa Mesa and Irvine and Target. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you so much for calling in. Um, are you, do you have another idea for your next book? I do, but since I haven't sold a publisher, I can't talk about no, it. But I kind of want to rework the first one. And then I'm working on some small group um, curriculum to go along with the book. So, like, if you wanted to do this as a book study, yes. they'll be kind of expanded, looking at producing some video. Nice. Too. Very nice. Yeah. Well, congratulations, and I hope to meet you sometime. Thank you. We're so close. I'll come find you. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. That was Amanda Anderson calling in to talk about her book, All My Friends Have Issues. If you missed any part of that, I'll be up on the show blog within an hour. We'll take a little break, and then I have one more guest. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.